Hey, and thanks for tuning into the podcast. It is a beautiful Monday as always. Take a deep breath. Take a deep breath out. Great way to start the week with some focus. We are going to make this episode about estate sales. What are estate sales? No, we're not talking about those garage type-ish sales with old people's stuff that you see every once in a while on the weekends. We'll, we'll mention that a little bit, but we're going to talk about real estate, what it means, and how to prepare for it. Uh, there's a lot of ins and outs and just special nuances that happen with estate sales. And what does that mean of estate? Meaning that basically a family member or a friend or someone close to you has passed away. They have an estate where all their property and assets are and they need to be divvied up. Eventually it, it happens to be usually that someone owns a house, a rental property. And uh, a lot of times in an estate, there's not just one person who is in charge in an estate. It can be multiple people um, and it can also be not so clear. Uh, There could be an executor, which is the person who's in charge of the estate, but that doesn't mean that they have X percentage in the assets. And it can get kind of tricky. People come out of the woodwork. um, You can have, it can take a very long process. The government is involved, especially if it's not so clear. Um, So there's a lot of ins and outs to it. So this episode, we're going to talk about estate sales, what to do to prepare for a house if you inherit it. Uh, What are the benefits? What are the downsides? What you need to do? And we're here to help you. So this, this is what this episode will be about. So this is about estates. What is an estate sale? This is when property, possessions, stocks are from one individual who passes away. They put it in a legal entity called an estate to be passed on or divvied up or preserved once they've passed. And that can include personal items, real estate, stocks, rights to intellectual property, uh, potentially, and, and things like that. So we're going to go through this step-by-step, step, mostly focusing in the real estate side, what you need to do when you have an estate sale. So the first thing you need to do is find out who's in the estate and who's in charge. Uh, the uh, Someone called an, an executor is in charge of the estate, meaning that they have to make the decisions on behalf of the estate. But that doesn't mean that they are the sole person in the estate. So for example, you can have multiple siblings and one sibling will be quote unquote, the uh, executor. A lot of the times executors receive some sort of fee or um, compensation for their services during the process. And even before the process, depending on how much, how much intense it is um, and what the estate itself says. So number one, find out who's in the estate, who's the executor, And this is really important because someone could be married. They could be a strange strange marriage. Someone could be the first of kin, could be not mentally capable of making decisions. You could also have common law spouses. You can have people who have been written in that maybe they have documentation, maybe they don't, and they want to make a claim. So that's really important. You get an estate attorney. Find out who's whoever's the executor needs to find an estate attorney. Get really clear on who is involved in the estate. 
And then when it comes to the house, if it's one person, two or three people, get everybody on the same page. Do do you want to sell the house in the first place? You know, some places, maybe it's a really cool, special, sentimental house and some people want to sell it, some people don't. Get everyone on the same page. And if you can't be on the same page 100%, get close enough, okay? If it's a property that some people want to keep, some people don't, maybe certain people get it for per a portion of the year. Some people get it for other portions of the year. What if you can't afford the taxes on the estate? Do you rent it at certain times? Do you keep it as a income property? Is it just open to the family if it's paid off? So you also have to find out if there's, you know, because there could be debts that need to be paid as well. And sometimes people sell assets to pay those debts. So for the house, find out what y'all want to do with it. And if you decide to sell it, that's the next step then you bring in a real estate agent, a real estate team broker like myself, and we'll help you sell the property. And once you've just found out who's in charge, who's actually involved in this estate legally, does it have property? What do you want to do with the property? Now you want to sell it. There's a couple of hurdles you want to go over before selling the house. So we're going to get to that in the next part of this. All right, you're in part two. You have the estate, you want to sell it. What are the first steps you need to take now that you want to sell it? You found a great real estate agent. Do that. The second thing you want to do is take an inventory of everything in the house. So a lot of times you can have possessions in the house that are extremely valuable. They could be trash or they could be sentimental. They could be trash and sentimental or they could be very expensive and sentimental. So you want to find that out real quick. Um, go with the people who are involved in the estate, whoever's in the family, see if there was certain things, see if there was specific line items left to people like a record player or, you know, a piece of art, get that out of the way. So Sally and Joe have what they want or what they're supposed to get. Then find out for the rest of it. Do you want to keep or sell it? If you want to sell it, inventory it and get a estate sales, an estate company that helps you sell the possessions. They specifically do possessions. So um, a couple of ways you want to do that is, I'll give you an example. We, I was involved in a sale one time and the guy had one of the most intact collection of transistor radios that anyone's seen in a long time. They were just sitting in his garage. He was a technician. It was his hobby. So he kept them in great shape and they ended up turning out to be millions of dollars, just millions of dollars worth of uh, transistor radios. He donated He donated them to a museum. Um, they could be collecting art. There's another one, uh, I wasn't involved in this, but a family friend said that they bought a house from somebody. They left everything in the basement because they didn't want to get rid of it. Comes back two, three years later that a specific artist had paintings down there. They just said, hey, all right, that's fine. Two, three years later, like we haven't looked in the basement. Come take what you want. Those paintings were each worth $70,000, dollars $100,000 a piece. There was 10, 15 of them. Um, so inventory what you have because, you know, from both perspectives, one, for the people who have the estate, you don't want to lose something sentimental or extremely valuable because – that could go from an estate being worth a million dollars to $5 million, something like that, you know, depending on what's in there, especially if it's collectibles. And this day and age, you know, 
Sometimes you could have a Rolex. Sometimes you could have uh, heirloom jewelry that is very small and hard to find and you need to go through it. So that can take some time. Um, so give yourself several months to do an estate sale, six, seven, eight, nine, ten months, um, because you obviously you can get it done quicker, but depending the more people, more cooks in the kitchen, the longer it'll take. And the longer, the less that people know about it, the longer it'll take and the longer that they've lived there. So get, get inventory. Number two is if it's an income property, talk to the tenants, make sure they're caught up on rent. And the more, most likely that they're going to need to leave if you want to sell it because people aren't going to want to inherit these tenants. So um, if they're great tenants and you want to keep the place, obviously you keep them, but get them prepared that the tenants are going to leave. So give them a couple months, three, four months to get out of there. The longer they're there, the longer it's going to take for them to leave. It just is what it is. Um, and then number three is also get an inspection or I think it's three or four, but get an inspection of the house and find out what condition it's in. Because a lot of times when in, people in their older age, they let things go like the roof, the boiler, they patch things, s- patch things up by themselves. It's not up to code. Maybe there's an illegal conversion or something like that. So get an inspection of the physical property of how much, uh, of what is like what condition it's in. So everyone's on the same page. Sometimes inspectors miss things. That's fine. Um, but that it is what it is. And then after that, you want to get a appraisal and get an appraisal from an actual appraisal company. Um, the banks are going to do this again if they sell it, but, uh, get an appraiser because two, for two reasons. One is if you have multiple people involved in the estate sale, it'll give us an objective or semi-objective idea about how much the building is worth, at least to the bank. Your real estate agent might have a different say in it because a lot of times if it's in poor condition, it could be, you know, you can have the same size house on the same lot and depending on what kind of condition it is, uh, it could be worth a lot different. It could be much different and then finding out what's happening. And, uh, you know, usually um, you want to do, they're usually as is sales, which is, I always recommend is because you just don't know what's there. Uh, and, and that's, that is what it is. And you want to get a property disclosure, just disclosure from the seller and just find out for your own sake. And then when you're doing a transaction, everything could be transparent. So, um, and then with the, uh, with, with the appraiser, uh, also you want to find out the step up value because this is a very big, um, tax item for the federal government. It's a very, actually people do estate sales intentionally because it's a, it's a way to pass down wealth and value to generations with, um, less taxes. And when I say less taxes, I don't mean property taxes. I mean, capital gains. So you have a thing called step up value. So if your mother or father bought a house for $100,000, it's now worth a million dollars. It's the step up, your new value, your cost basis is the step up value because, you know, it's, you know, if you think about it, it's not really fair if you get, if you inherit a property, you're forced to sell for whatever reason, because you can't take care of it. You're not close by, whatever, um, that you have to pay, you know, large piece of capital gains. So the federal government, the, the IRS, the tax boys, they will let you have a step up value so that basically you only pay taxes to what it's appraised to. Um, and that's the quote unquote step up value, theoretically the purchase price. Um, but that's what you want to do. And that'll save you some money on taxes. 
And uh, so say you're listed, so say you've listed it, you want to have it as is, it's empty, the estate is settled, uh, it's very clear who's, who's getting what, what percentages, get that all done. You have an offer now, um, in, especially if it's a converted or uh, income producing house, find out if any of the units are stabilized, find out if any of the zoning or regulations have changed to make sure you're getting the full value. And then also that the you can close on, if, if you do get a finance deal, you can close on it. So it'll pass the appraisal again. You know, you'll, the, the new buyer will have an appraisal. Um, and, and, and lastly, the, one of the big things that people forget about is that liens. You're, the person, it's themselves. So they could have liens against them for taxes, which the IRS, the feds automatically put a lien on the estate when they pass. So some people forget this, is that you need to clear this lien the estate people will know this. The estate attorneys, the real estate attorneys will know this. But you, you have to clear that automatic lien. And that's put in there so that the government can also have time to hold up any purchases or, sorry, sales of assets while they figure out the tax basis of this estate. So um, you want to lift that. But then you can also have things like a contractor lien. Like maybe they had work done, they never settled, or they lost a small claims court or they have back taxes, they have um, alimony, lots of things that could be filed as a lien on there. So that's that. And then lastly, make sure that all the tenants are rightfully out. It's clear. It's There's no rent stabilization or rent regulation on any of these apartments. And make sure that it's uh, has the proper CO. If it's a duplex, make sure it's a duplex. If it's a single family, uh, make sure that it's registered as a single family and then the, ta- the taxes are proper because sometimes you can also have people who have a mixed use building, residential and commercial, that could have more taxes or less taxes if it if it's the zoning changed or how it's registered with the city is not how it actually is in the place because someone could be living there for 50, 60 years. So um, that's it. That, those are the essentials of an estate sale, we'll run them through them real quick. Find out who's on the estate legally, meaning who's the executor, who has rights to it in the family, next of kin, brothers, sisters, cousins, ex-wives, husbands, you know, common law people, some people who are written in. Find that out. Take an inventory of all the personal items before you sell the real estate. And, you know, if you need to get someone like Sotheby's, get them in there, find out how much it's worth. That goes into the estate as well. Um, and then get a inspection on the house. Find out what condition it's in so that when you sell it, you're not caught off guard. Get an appraisal so you find out how much it's worth compared to your real estate agent's assessment of how much it's going to be. Make sure there's no liens on the property that are automatically set or that you know are there. Uh, Get the tenants out and make sure all the apartments are free and clear and code compliant. So that was a very interesting episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you like the podcast, like and subscribe. Follow me at Marcus Amadeus at Instagram and on YouTube. This is our semi-weekly 
podcast where we discuss real estate, things to help you out. And uh, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you can find podcasts. And if you're looking to buy, sell, or rent in anywhere in the U.S., we can help you out. Our teams specifically are focused in New York, New Jersey, and Georgia, and South Carolina. But we have a nationwide network of people to help you out, especially if you're doing a relocation. And we can also help you out with lenders, mortgage people, uh, attorneys, inspectors, the whole, we're a full service package. So let us know, give us a call, message me on social media, go to my website, marcusshot.com. Have a good day. Bye.